Have you ever wondered whether the problems in the world today would exist if we had deeper connection to ourselves, others, and the environment, and acted from that place? Welcome to the Conscious Action Podcast with your hosts, Brian Burnerman and Kayla Grimville, who believe that connection is the key to taking conscious action as individuals and creating a better world. We are here to raise awareness and inspire meaningful action by sharing stories, knowledge, and conversations with thought leaders and changemakers. From sustainability to well-being and everything related to conscious living, our mission is to empower you to be the change that you want to see in the world. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Conscious Action Podcast. My name is Brian and I'm your host. And for this episode, I wanted to bring the topic of plastic-free July. This is a huge movement that has been happening now in the world for many years. And it's one that I've been taking part of for now, I can't even remember, I think it's six or seven years. And three years ago, so this was Plastic Free July 2018, I decided to, why not challenging myself a little bit more? Why not continuing? with the challenge and not only go plastic free but also to go as low waste or as zero waste as i could and when i was thinking about doing this i was actually thinking of why why do i want to do this why do i want to challenge myself to do that one of the things that i realized was that at the foundation and the basis of taking part of challenges and making changes like this for our life is why? Why do I care? Why do you care about making a change like this? Do you care about climate change? Do you care about the environment, about plastic on the beach or in the ocean? about the amount of pollution there is, about your own personal health, about the animals, about your legacy and the next generations, it's really important to understand that aspect. Because once you understand that, it's easier to take the actions that align with that, or easier at least. So for me, I know that my own journey I care about my well-being, my well-being with my own health, what I eat, what I put into my body, the impact that that has. I love to be connected with Mother Earth, with nature, with its natural spaces. And therefore, I care about how those spaces are upkept. I care about going to different places and to leave them better than I found them. So as I started to realize what I cared about, I started to align my behavior to that. And having a really big footprint with how much waste I'm creating wasn't something that is aligned with my values and what I care about. And it's not easy. You know, we live in a society that we are used to 
what the normal is that is a linear model that things are created we use them then they're rubbish then they go to landfill or whatever they end up being uh, in the streets, in the ocean, somewhere in nature. And that really is not something that I think that is natural. Normal doesn't mean natural. Something that has been normalized doesn't need to be what we do. Because the reality is that in nature, nothing is linear. Waste doesn't exist in nature. If we look at all of the natural systems, everything is circular. We create waste because we created the system that is linear. But the reality is that everything is circular. So for me, looking at that, it was easier to make a decision to keep on changing my behavior more and more. And one of the biggest things with this was understanding my consumption habits, understanding where I'm buying things from, how are those made, and then what happens with all the things after I use them. I decided to slow down even more to be able to look and take stock of what I was buying, what I was buying from, how I was voting with my dollars. And I started to realize I am fortunate enough here in New Zealand to be able to have the local farmer mar farmer's market where I can go with my own reusable bags. I can buy the produce from there. I live in a house where we grow some veggies, therefore I can get some veggies from there. I can go to some refilleries to go with my own containers or glass jars and I can refill them with all the rest of the things that I need. So I started to realize that if I did that, most of the waste that I was creating, that's gone. Because most of the waste that I was creating came from what I was eating. So if I started to buy everything from the farmer's market, I stopped going to the supermarket, I stopped buying things that came with packaging. Now, this was something that I needed to actually make a decision. And this was one of the hardest ones that was those things that I cannot find without packaging, I'm just not going to buy them. I'm not going to eat that product that I cannot find without packaging. Now, also just to share, I'm, I'm vegan, so I eat a fully whole food plant-based diet and some things it's really challenging to find without package. And most of those packages are single-use plastics. So it's, it was a decision that I had to make. 
not everyone is going to make that decision. But for me, it was more important to align with what I care about with reusing single-use plastic, with reusing the amount of rubbish that I was creating rather than my taste buds. Of course, I try as much as possible to eat a really balanced diet to make sure that my health is well. But that is a decision that I made. That's not a decision for everyone. I made that decision. And it's been really incredible to see that I can do it. And actually, it is possible to reduce a lot of the waste that we create just by changing a few things with what we eat. Then I started to notice that beyond that, where else was I getting some waste? And some of it was if I was buying something, I would get it in, if I was currying it home, in that courier usually, if I didn't specify in advance, which now I do, if I, if I do buy something, I specify in advance for however they are sending that, please not sending that in plastic. And it is those little things that I started to reduce that also helped me. So with Plastic Free July and with reducing our waste, it's not as hard as sometimes we might think that it is. I know for me it wasn't that hard. It is a little bit less convenient. And with that, I think that for a lot of people that makes it really challenging because a lot of the people that I talk to, a lot of my clients, their lives are really busy. They are running around, going from thing to thing to thing. And that's perfectly okay. I'm not saying that's not good for me, slowing down, going a little bit more minimalist makes my life easier. Sometimes my days are full. But I make conscious decisions and conscious choices to make my own food every single day instead of eating out, to go during the weekend to a farmer's market, to take my own containers, to take everywhere with me my reusable bag with a container with some paper bags that I keep on reusing until they are completely unusable and they encompass them to take my water bottle, to take um, reusable cutlery. So anytime that I find myself somewhere under a situation that I didn't have my own food or I needed to buy something, I have everything needed to not need any single-use plastic container, cup, bottle, anything. Now, this is not about perfection. This is not about judging myself, judging yourself, or judging any other person. This is about making decisions that align with what you already believe in. And it's really important to, to understand with 
reducing what actually is happening. So if I understand that to create a plastic bag or to create a plastic bottle, the amount of resources, oil, so the petrol that is needed, the amount of energy that is needed, the amount of water that is needed, all of those resources that are needed, besides talking about the ethical components and, and the, the people that work in those conditions and how the people that work in those places are treated, beyond taking, talking about that, just the energy that is used and the resources that that uses. That's a lot for something that potentially I will only use for a brief amount of time. And then the amount of resources, if that gets recycled, and that's big if because almost no, like almost 90% or even more of all plastic that has ever been created hasn't been recycled. If even something gets recycled or downcycled, that usually ends up actually using a lot of energy. So we can just not have that. If we create systems, A, that are circular, that we start to reuse more, that we say no to things more. I love free stuff. I think that almost everybody loves free stuff. But I've been to a few conferences that they were giving some giveaways and some good bags and some free samples. And I said no. Even though I would love <laughs> to have all of those little things because I grew up loving all of that free stuff, I say no to that. And when I challenge myself with Plastic Free July and I challenge myself beyond that, that's a personal journey. And that's something that each of us go through differently. We all learn differently. I learned so much more about composting. I learned so much more about the local community next to me. I learned so much more about how I like to engage with people and how I prefer to know where my food is coming from, the people that are growing it, the love that they are putting behind it, knowing that I'm supporting someone with a face that I know. And those little things really helped me. So for this Plastic Free July, I invite you, if you haven't joined yet, to join, to challenge yourself, to see what are those little small things that you can change. But first of all, knowing your why, knowing what you care about, and knowing that you don't need to be perfect, there's no such thing as perfection. It's just about what is the next conscious action that you can take each and every single day. Seeing what is that. Being kind to yourself whenever you don't do that. Being kind to others that don't know that perhaps they don't care about the same thing that you care about. Some other people might be focusing on other things, on how to reduce their impact with the carbon footprint, 
or by being vegan with animal suffering, by focusing on ethnicity and minority groups that are not having their first share in the world. So equality and, and, and being more equal. There's so many things that people are focusing on. So it's not up to me and up to anyone to judge. It's about understanding, do I care about this? Yes. Is there something that I can do about this? Yes or no? And potentially it's yes a little bit. I'm going with that little bit. So I encourage you, if you care about this, give it a go. See how it goes. Sign up for the challenge. And see, get inspired by other people doing this. I know that it's possible. I'm in this journey. I know a lot of people that are in this journey. We've had already in the podcast a lot of people that are in this journey. So get inspiration from people. Take the time. See where can you make small changes. How can you have a bigger impact in the world? By reducing your footprint, your negative footprint by reducing the amount of plastics that you use so go take the challenge and let us know how it goes for you what did you like the most about this episode take a moment to think about what change you can make in your life today share your conscious action on social media using hashtag conscious action and tagging at conscious action and said so we can celebrate your impact on the world and create a ripple effect One easy action we would love for you to take right now is to share, like, and subscribe to this podcast. This will help us get these messages out into the world and inspire more people to take conscious action in their own lives, contributing to the better world we hope for.